0: Hello and welcome back to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, K-Beauty expert, founder of Style Story, your online go-to for all things Korean skincare. On our site, you can shop, learn, and explore, Uh, basically take a deep dive, fall down the K-Beauty rabbit hole, and then, of course, join us on the show to hear even more. So for today's episode, what I wanted to run through is a treatment that Korean celebrities are absolutely obsessed with. It is one of the most popular aesthetic treatments in Korea at the moment, and that is skin Botox. Uh, so it, it, it runs by a couple of different names overseas. Uh, sometimes it is called microtox, sometimes it is called mesotox. Uh, and basically what it is, you might have picked up from the name that has tox in it, that it is a form of Botox. But normally when we're talking about Botox, uh, particularly, you know, outside Korea, the main way you will see it used is for reducing facial movements uh, and to soften lines and wrinkles. Uh, So when, you know, people get, say, for example, Botox put in their forehead, it will be to sort of uh, paralyze the muscle uh, so that, you know, everything relaxes and that fine lines Uh, and wrinkles basically don't look as obvious. And that is because the muscle itself has been paralyzed. Uh, That is the way it is normally used. Botox is just the trade name for a product called Botulinium Toxin Type A. uh, And there are lots of different companies now that make a version of it. But Botox is, you know, the trade name that a particular company uh, came up with. They registered it and they are the ones that sort of popularized it. So it just came to be called Botox. What we are talking about in Korea is a little bit different. Uh, so skin Botox is basically used at a different concentration and it is also injected in a different way. It is injected as micro droplets very superficially into the skin rather than the deep layers of muscles to paralyze. So if you were to go along and get Botox in, say, your 11s lines, you might have have a couple of injections max. Whereas when we are talking about this skin Botox that is working at, you know, the, the upper layers of the skin, you can have many, many, many more uh, needles, you know, maybe even 40 or 50 all over your face. Uh, and that's because it is working at in a different way and at such a different level. Now, if that's not to say that, that Koreans don't go and have regular Botox like the kind that would be popular in your country. So I have found various reports suggesting that as many as 42% of Korean women aged between 21 to 55 have had either Botox or filler. Uh, So all of those things are very common. But again, as you would expect with K-Beauty, the way people are using these things and the different styles that they're doing are quite different. Uh, And that's just because we have a very different beauty. Beauty ideal here. I know we spoke on Tuesday's episode about the egg shaped face, the V line face, and that being really, really popular. So, a lot of the times when people are getting Botox, it will be to do things like contour the face shape and make it look less harsh, less square, and sort of try and conform it into this egg shaped face that basically everybody seems to really want. Uh, So, you know, whereas I feel like in the West, in Western countries, a lot of the time it will be uh, more along the lines of cheek filler, lip filler, uh, you know, to get that more maybe Kardashian style look. Uh, So the Korean beauty ideal is very, very different. And they have a whole lot of treatments uh, pop up around trying to get the look that they are really going for. And skin is obviously a big one in Korea that a lot of people are really, really focused on. So, Okay. I thought I would run through this just because it is just so 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 popular Uh, and when it comes to your favorite celebrities there is a good chance that a lot of them will have had this. Some people that have like naturally perfect skin like Susie and IU probably don't need it but a lot of people that have had maybe you know acne or things like that that have uh, very pitted uh, scarring or just quite enlarged pores, this is a favorite of people. Like that. It's a favorite of people that have, uh, you know, that are on TV a lot just because it really gives you that smooth skin. So, what does it do? What kind of look can you expect to get from it? So when the Botox is injected into these really superficial layers of the skin, what it does is that it reduces the pulling effects, but it maintains the body of the muscles so they continue to work. So what that means is if you've ever had real Botox or seen someone that has had it and they can't seem to move their face, you know, those memes where it's like, I'm, I'm so angry right now, but you can't, you can't tell because I've had Botox, that is sort of, you a classic sign of traditional botox because the muscle movement and expression is limited but when they're doing it at these upper layers of the skin it gives a much more natural and relaxed look. And that is because you can still move your face, uh, which is always a bonus. Uh, and it is in, that's because it is injected in different layers. So it also has other benefits, not just for uh, you know being able to move your face, uh, but in terms of your sweat glands and things like that, and your sebaceous glands. So a couple of the things that you will notice if you see someone that has had this or you have it yourself, is plumper, smoother skin, a reduction in sweating. And I know that uh, traditional Botox is sometimes used to stop people from sweating in places like under their armpits. Uh, You know, people that have a real problem with too much sweat under their arms can get Botox to stop that. And it's the same for this one as well, although obviously on a slightly different level. It can help reduce oil and sebum production, which can be good for people with oily, acne-prone skin skin. And because of that, it can help reduce the appearance of your pores. Uh, The other thing is that for people that have things like rosacea, it can help to reduce the facial flushing as well. Uh, so look, how is it different from regular Botox? We've touched on a couple of the ways. Uh, for number one being that it is injected differently. Number two is that it doesn't produce that heavy feeling that traditional Botox often does because of how superficially the injections are being done. And uh, in terms of how long it lasts, most clinics recommend or say that you should get it done every three to six months. Uh, and in terms of who does it, if you ask some uh, Korean dermatologists, they will tell you that basically everybody, uh, particularly for Korean celebrities, apparently two of the most popular, uh, you know, I guess regimes for the Korean celebrities to follow are the skin Botox and. And white jade injection. Uh, and that's one of those ones that is just going to make your skin look a lot brighter. Uh, now, in terms of side effects, obviously we know that there are side effects, potential side effects for regular Botox. What are the side effects for this one? It is super painful is what most people will tell you, most doctors will tell you, and that is because of how many needles they are injecting into your face. So this is not one for people that do not like needles. Uh, I guess, you know, in terms of how long the pain lasts, well, only as long as they're doing your face. So however long that takes, however many minutes that takes, uh, you can get bruising from it. Uh, So a lot of the time what they will do is apply like an anesthetic ointment to try and reduce the pain at the site uh and they recommend just because of you know the bruising and whatnot that can go along with it that if you do have an important schedule or something coming up to go and have it done seven to ten days in in advance so that you're not sort of suffering any of the side effects when you need to be looking your best Uh, so again i like i can't stress how popular this is you will see it on like the menu basically for all of the korean uh clinics around the traps because, you know, that's just how many people are getting this done Uh In terms of the cost, it's actually not as bad as you would think. So it costs, in Korea, there are two different ways that they usually sell anything like filler or Botox. The first one is they will give you a cost for a local Korean version of Botox or filler, and that's always cheaper. And then they have another option which is more expensive for imported ones. So the important imported ones would be the ones made, you know, in Germany or over overseas, uh, the brand name one. So the Botox brand itself is a foreign company. So they import that and that's more expensive. In terms of how much, uh, about 350000 Korean won uh, for a locally produced one. And I mean, this is all very rough because a lot of these clinics will do special offers and things like that, or they will do a package deal. You know, if you spend, I don't know, say $2,000 and buy a membership to the clinic, then they will knock the price off, you know, when you come in to do your regular treatments, all kinds of things like that. Imported ones, though, are are usually a little bit expensive, maybe as much as, I don't know, one to two times more. So imported for skin Botox might set you back around 500,000 won. Uh, Because of the exchange rate being so out of whack at the moment, I've kind of lost track of how much that will be. Let me just have really really quick I'm actually just googling it right now so I can tell you guys I used to know and then the exchange rate lately has just been so wild um I'll give it to you in US dollars So, all right, my friends at xe.com are telling me that 500,000 Korean won at the moment is about 376 US dollars. So, look, I have not really got a good concept of how much it would cost to do something like this in the States, but there you go. So that's how much for... um, using an imported product to do something like this. Now, when I was researching for this episode, I sort of had a little ferret around. And apparently this is uh, not as popular in Western countries. And in the States, this would be considered off-label in terms of the usage for Botox by the FDA. So basically my understanding of the way that these kind of things work is you get, uh, you know, the FDA to Tell you what the use is based on all of the data and stuff like that that you have submitted, so you know y- you can get an official use being as a muscle relaxant, for example. But when it comes to things like using it for your underarms to reduce sweating, that kind of thing, if it hasn't been through the whole process, it will be considered off-label. So that's not to say that you can't do it; it's just not one of the rec- like the recommended, officially recognized uses for the product. Uh, so you know, there's probably not. Not as many doctors out there doing it but from a brief search around it seemed like it is possible in the states. Now in Australia I'm not so sure if there are people that do it. Uh, obviously you know you might have better luck with someone that is more familiar with what is going on over here in Korea and there are definitely dermatologists out there. I've spoken to some that pay a really close attention to what's going on in Korea. Uh, I've even spoken to someone that pretty much all of his machinery is from Korea. Uh, so when he's going to buy a new machine, he sort of comes over here to take a look at what's on offer so that he can offer some of the same treatments. And that's definitely the case in places like Singapore and Malaysia as well, I've noticed. Uh, so you might just have to do a little bit of digging around. Obviously, if you come over here, you can do it very, very easily uh, and you know reasonably cheaply. I guess it's not super expensive, uh, but I did just want to share That one with you. Uh, In terms of who the celebrities are, I've heard rumors, but I just don't know. And I don't want to throw names out there because I tried to find like some sort of a confirmation from the people themselves online in Korean that they'd actually done it and I couldn't. So I don't want to be putting like. Furious allegations out there, uh, but if you do a little bit of a googling around, you can for skin Botox to see who has had it you, It will throw you up some names uh, So I just wanted to share that one with you because it's probably a treatment that a lot of you haven't heard of before and definitely Probably wouldn't have tried uh, So that is one of the new ways You I mean this has been around for a while now But one of the newer ways that people are using Botox over here uh, and it's particularly popular among people that are on TV, people that have a public profile just because of the the look it gives the skin. Uh, So I hope you have found today's episode interesting. I'm going to wrap up here today and leave it there. Uh, But until next time, I will see you on Style Story.